Well, Jane. So I just realised I never tested the levels before. Oh, shit. Testing. Testing. One, two. Hello, hello, hello. I think we're okay. Great. Yeah, cool. Please God, now we are. Yeah. So are you? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. away for the weekend. I was in the West. Wait, is this Shy Talk or main episode? This is the main episode. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, which one is this? Um, we're I losing was... the run of ourselves because Ro is going away um, in September. Yeah. August, end of August, September. 31st of August. 31st of August. Yeah. So um, this is the first time we've had to like really think about like we don't want to leave you guys hanging while Ro's away and I'm away for a couple of weeks as well yeah. in September. So um, we're like pre-recording a couple episodes, but they're still going to be very good. Don't worry. And it's the first time we've been so organized that we have to like make a list and days that we're recording and when they're going live and all this stuff. Which you think we would do anyway. But we we're, we're very casual in our yeah, schedule. Just make sure there's one up. But um, we are both kind of airheady today, I think. I am all over the place. Can I tell you why though? Yes. So a girl in work now, I do hate people going on about like, like astrology because it's trendy to talk about on Instagram. But Is it? Yeah. Really? So you see different things on Instagram I than know. I see. It's funny, isn't it? You have like a different, like every second feckin' bitch on Instagram is going like, oh. See, we follow different people. We do. Me. I follow knobs, clearly. No. <laughs> but uh, no, but there's a girl at work who's genuinely into, into astrology and star signs and all that crack. I don't even know if that's the same thing. But anyway, the moon and shit. Yeah. And she's very knowledgeable about not doing it for any fucking social media purposes, just has always been into it. And I was in work, I was making my tea this morning and I, honestly, Jane, I can only describe my body felt like a sack of spuds I felt like my arms and legs were made from concrete and I was like I have no energy I'm wrecked and I was she was like how are you and I was like to be honest I'm like lead and she was like oh really and she goes me too and what, she, is mercury in retrograde or something oh, I think that's happening as well I don't even know what that means but <laughs> she said well you know there's the there's the eclipse tonight or something yeah and she said that then she sent me a link and she said that like you might feel a bit all over the place a bit scatterbrained you might also feel um a bit lethargic and I was like oh my god that's me it's me now I am also waiting patiently for my lady times Jane's a sorry I'm sorry hold on <laughs> she's gonna chew last off my last time I chewed something on the podcast we got a little bit of bad feedback about my chewing yeah well so, one person yeah so I'm trying to be sane um <laughs> But yeah, do you know what? Gravitational pull on the earth and all that. Yeah. If it can do something to the, to the tides. And then I thought... And we are like 80% water or whatever we I are. I know. And then I thought maybe my, that's why my period's being weird because of the uh, the old moon. But apparently there's no real connection between the moon and periods. It's just that they're the same cycle length usually. Yeah, they probably... Yeah, I can't imagine. Would be. Anyway. Also, it's so fucking hot. I was just Clammy. Like, so clammy. I was just at the gym and it was horrendous. Horrific. Like, they actually had to burn incense because the gym smelled so bad. And to be fair, what's incense going to do with the gym in that size? In a gym. What? I'm not fucking... What? Like, incense? Why are you on the fucking treadmill? Come on. But the guy next to me on the treadmill was, like, fucking gung-ho. He was going at it and running real fast. And, like, every time he'd take a stride, like, his arms would kind of pop up. <gasps> and, like, there'd be wafts. And I almost... Oh, like, it was smelly. Oh, and then I was just like extra irritated. Maybe there's something in this star sign stuff with the eclipse. Because I was just extra irritated. And I kept looking around the gym. And like I saw one lad like really hairy in his shorts. And he was doing something stupid. And I saw another blah, blah, blah. And I was just thinking like all these people, they're all working out just to look better. And I'm like, go outside. Says the girl who's also in the I gym. I know, I know. No, you, Jane comes marching up my stairs to, to record tonight. And I'm like... Excited to tell her about me looking like an old person because that's the app that's of the moment. 
And Jane, who's usually into every gimmicky thing yeah. you could ever you could ever come across, gave me a look, oh yeah, stupid. I was like, all right, Jane. I'm a bit off. I'm a bit off today. She's a bit off today. You've been I'm up just to bollocks. Energy. I'm bollocks. I'm tired. Hot, smelly man. Uh, yeah. On the smelly man thing, um, in my gym, there was a fella the other day and it was a boxing class, so it's pretty sweaty, but... I'm not exaggerating when I say he was as sweaty as if he was standing under a full force shower. And did he have a towel or tissue? No. No. So I'm talking, I've never seen anyone sweat as much in my whole entire life and it was just going everywhere. And I had to go, I was like swapping with him on the mats. I was like lying down on the mat. I was soaked from his sweat. How do you get rashes? It's just not good. Like That is manky. Not good. Yeah. I actually started a new gym. This is very shy talky. Oh yeah, you do. Anyway, look, this yeah, is. I want to know because we haven't talked about this. If, if you like, if you like um, this type of chit chat, you should become a patron and become our shy talk listeners. Yes, how do you become a patron, Ro? Go to www.patreon.com forward slash Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash The State of Us. The State of Us. Yeah. Um, the new gym. So I started a new gym. Yeah, it's great. It's tiny. It's no frills, but it's like private, like small classes. But. Oh God. Okay, so it's a kind of gym where everyone knows each other and like is like chatting and they all seem to be fucking pals. But they're all like different shapes, sizes, ages, everything. Great, lovely mix. Um real community vibe, I'd say. Lovely. Right. But I would come in like it's so funny, even I'm an adult, thirty years of age, even walking up yesterday to go to my first class, I'd been to one to try it out, but my first actual class as a member, I guess, I was like, Oh, butterfliesy. Yeah, I think starting something new. I know, but yeah. like you think I'm always a question. Fuck's sake, it's a gym class, but I think it's I think it's very normal to feel like a little bit like oh. But anyway, I walked in and like because I just didn't know anybody and I'm just doing the standing awkwardly thing and like you know putting up your hair for too long because you don't know what else to do. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. like sucking some water out of your bottle because you know what else to do. But anyway, people were lovely and like introduced themselves. But then today, right, they did this thing where they you're to, the warm up was everyone in a circle throwing around this kind of weighted ball and you'd have to catch the ball and the guys okay now we're gonna do it and like as you catch the ball say your name. So like catch Roshi and throw it on whatever. I was like, okay, this is fine. And I was trying to keep track of people's names, but like to be honest, I wasn't really. You're also squatting, and like I'm, to I'm be bad honest, at names. That sounds like hell. To hell, me. I don't want no. to have a fucking team building exercise when I'm trying to get. It was, it was, it was bad, and I have to say, I yeah. wasn't into it because I was like, oh my god, like because it's hard enough for me to remember names if you say hi, my name's Jane, and in a normal situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. alone, I'm catching a ball, squatting, passing it to the person to my right. And then he feckin' said, okay, now you have to throw the ball to someone not beside you and say their name as you throw it. That's horrendous. That sounds like my idea. Even if that was like a soft ball, <laughs> I would fucking hate that. Even if there was no ball involved. I mean, I just... You're not there to make friends, like. I know, but obviously he wants everyone to know each other. So I then said, the ball came to me twice and both times I said, I have no idea anyone. I don't know one person's name. I can't remember one name. <laughs> And one girl's like, I'm Sarah, throw it to me. And I'm like, okay. So it was grand. Like, people, it was grand. It was funny. Like, but yeah, honestly, I wanted to die. Yeah, no, I would. That sounds like li- like living hell. It's like audience participation or something. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate it. No. I hate it. Oh, God. Anyway, and I still don't know anyone's names. Unless you're like really into that stuff. Some people are. I'm so not. Like, team building stuff. Nah, not, not no. for me. But also, the girl, the girls who shouted their names at me that I like, I still I can't remember their names. I'm so bad. I'm so. If anyone has any tips for name remembering, uh, I, I have a tip I think I know this one actually Is the one say their name back to them No I thought you were like, or like see, like Put something really dramatic Or Like let's say You uh, Someone introduced themselves And you're like She looks like Oprah Winfrey It's Oprah or something And it sounds like No uh, No literally uh, just say If you're like Hi I'm Roisin Oh hi Roisin How are you Just say their name straight away My dad has a trick If he forgets someone's name Go on Now I just don't see How it would work <laughs> Like let's say you're like no it's if, it's if you're introducing uh, 
it's if you're introducing someone to somebody he'd be like oh this is oh god sorry i forgot your surname Ah, uh, um, mm. no, because how often do you introduce someone by their surname? Well, it's almost like saying I know your first name, but I've forgotten your surname. It's probably in a more of a work situation. Definitely more work. But situation. like, um, I don't even think it's it's a good one to be honest. But he's like, oh, like imagine know. if I was in. Let's say I didn't know you that well. Imagine I was introducing you to someone. Like, oh, this is no. Imagine I said, oh, this is Roisin Linny. To like a friend we bumped into on the street. I always, always, because it happens to me all the time. I always just say, let's say I'm with Dave. I'm like, hi, hi, oh, this is Dave, by the way. And don't say their name and wait for them to say, hi, I'm Jane. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would do that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do that too. Oh, God, I'm so bad at names. I really hate that about myself. Uh, I did a really awkward thing in work when, uh, like, I was naming people. I was talking about all the new people who'd started. And I was like, oh, yeah. And, like, I was saying, I'm not going to say their names, oh, but I was like, I'm him and him and we're new. And then <laughs> new, new, a new. girl had literally just started two days earlier. God love her. And I know her name now and she's lovely. Oh, God. But I went, and you just started? <laughs> and you, you lovely person. Oh, I just, I felt so terrible. And I was like, I really hope no one noticed that. But they did. Anyway. They did? Did they tell you afterwards? Well, one of my pals at work was like, I, t- I said god i was so embarrassed she's like yeah i noticed that but you covered well oh god um, so awkward oh awful awful and some people are so good at it i mean some people you can just tell and they just they're brilliant at it what? forgetting people's names no getting no, remembering remember people's names i'm oh, like yeah. how do you remember my name well do you know what's funny is that like psycholo- psychologically speaking we love the sound of our own name like we love it and like saying someone's name while you're talking to them is is kind of like a good yeah you way get a little favor don't you get like endorphins or something yeah you love your own name i hate my own name no as in like if someone's like oh yeah that's right roisin yeah it's you know, like, like oh yeah you know my name it's yeah mad, yeah because they're all egotistical features yeah anyway this has gone very shy talky this has gone very shy talky. we're gonna c- crack into the episode today's episode is uh agony and so we asked for questions or problems that you guys had and we're gonna do our damn best to answer them yeah so this is the second one we've done we haven't done a, one in about a year have we not no so overdue overdue yeah um okay do you want to kick it off jane with the yeah, well, that we, long one we got we got a lot <clears throat> actually some of the and uh, some of the problems that we got i think could warrant full episodes yeah. Um, so we're gonna sure. we're gonna keep a few in our back pocket, but yeah. um, here's just one that stood out at us. I think because we can both relate to it. Well, in it's some an inter- way. Yeah, definitely, it's an interesting one. Um. Okay. So. Sorry. Hold on. So she. Sorry. This is broken up into a few different questions. So basically, she said that um she had a friend who that she's been friends with for twenty years or more and um, that oh, did you say 20 years yeah right okay sorry i missed that yeah that bit. um that has recently let her down badly um we wanted a little bit more information because that's kind of vague so we asked her for more information and this is what she said sure she said to make a long story short she went through a bad breakup about two years ago and she had nowhere to go so moved in with me Ooh. That sounds like this girl kind of took her in, kind of, yeah. when she needed her. Ah, friends for 20 years, you know? Yeah. I was very available to her for the past two years and encouraged her to get out and do things and was there for her when she had her meltdowns, etc. Encouraged her with her new boyfriend who she... Oh, that's a new, new word. She also encouraged her with her new boyfriend who she met around this time last year as well. I then went through a bad breakup with a guy recently-ish, albeit not as long and not living with him. 
And she was distant and cold whenever I tried to talk through what I was going through and never seemed to be around and would say we'd talk through things when I got home from work but was never there when she said she'd be. This continued for a few weeks until we had a massive row about it. She never explained why she wasn't there for me, just said she was busy, which is totally understandable. No one can be there all the time, but she was never there. I did ask, was it bringing up bad feelings for her and throwing her back to that time, which I thought, which I thought might have been the case, and I didn't want her to feel shite, but she said no. She just told me that she didn't have time. A few weeks on now, and she has acknowledged that she let me down and that she should have been there, and she knew why I was mad at her. Because I needed someone to be mad at. No, don't like that. Condescending. Ooh. It's like saying, I know you're just mad at me because you need someone to be mad at, but... I'm just being your punching bag. I'm just your punching bag. Oh, no, fuck no, that. Fuck don't that. like that one. And then brackets, only half true. I was genuinely upset and cross that she hadn't been there for me, not just upset about the lad. Hmm. We've had a good few talks about it now and I'm finding it really hard to get past it. She thinks we're okay and is leaning on me again like she used to which I'm feeling very resentful towards and I'm trying desperately not to. It's okay though to feel resentful. I don't know, we'll go into it. Hope this made sense. Maybe it wasn't as short as I could have made it. <laughs> Long story short. Long story short. It did make sense. It did make sense. I it's think a complicated one. It is. I think it's a classic case of one person feeling like they're giving a lot and just not getting the same back. Yeah. Like an uneven friendship. What's called radiator and a vacuum? Yeah. Is that what it is? Um... Radiator and a God and a vacuum. We are brain dead. Someone sucks the life out of you, but it's not just one thing. You're either a ah, you know anyway, what I mean. You, you know, know what I mean. <laughs> you get where we're going. Or I remember I uh, when I first went counselling when I was sixteen. Um, the therapist. Now that I look back, it wasn't great advice, but I remember her describing that a lot of ca- in, fem- in female friendships, in many cases, there's there's a bitch and a doormat. That's what she named them. Radiator and a drain. Radiator and a drain. That's it. There bitch you go. and a doormat. Same thing. Now look, okay. I think it is. It sounds like a radiator and a drain. This you've been very much there for her while she, when she needed you. So then when she, when you need her, she's not there. It hurts a lot. It's, it, it hurts a lot if someone's not there for you in general. But if you feel like you've given a lot to them in recent years, it's harder. It's a harder pill to swallow. Yeah. However. <clears throat> It's more just, I don't think any, you can do anything. If you want to continue the friendship, you will have to let go of the resentment somehow and just move on from this. Yeah. I don't think you could, I don't think there's any point talking to her more about it. I don't think there's any point digging it up. It sounds like for whatever reason that I don't think you're ever really going to know. She just wasn't there for you or just didn't think you really had a problem. Maybe it was that she just thought like, oh, she's, it's not a big relationship. She's get over it. I've had a bigger, you know, you wouldn't know what her reasons are. But it kind of is a case of, you kind of either say, ah, I'm not going to be friends with her anymore, done, or let go of the resentment and just try and move on. But it's hard. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like, I do really feel for her because when you give a lot of yourself, mm. it, you kind of expect it back. 100%. And that's why you're so when, disappointed. Yeah when, yeah, when maybe, you know, you shouldn't really expect it back. You can't really expect anything from anyone. Yeah. But I think what a lot of people do, and I'm definitely guilty of it too, is give as much as I possibly can in order to keep people there. But then when you don't get it back, it kills you because I think we have different like styles of, of communicating, relating to people. Yeah. Like we're just in work. We we're talking about that uh, love languages thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm a gift giver. I don't know what I am. Receiver. I think I'm acts of service. Oh, that's a nice. As one. in what this is what you like. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. But like gift giving and gift receiving, it's not like. Did you do the quiz thing? Yeah. 
yeah I it's, think. N- it's not like um oh i want to fucking design or sunglasses no i know it could be yeah it's like if someone saw something they thought of and they thought yeah of me. yeah or like oh jane loves diet coke i'll bring her a diet coke when i go see her. things yeah. like that yeah um anyway so it just goes to show that there's like so many different like styles of of relating to people and being a good friend and that's clearly your your style <laughs> you, yeah you are a giver and you give a lot of yourself and when someone can't give that back it, it hurts because you mm. don't know anything different so you see that as a good friendship no um, the, the only tricky thing is they've been friends for 20 years yeah so what i'm kind of like it's a bit confusing is that i know i kind of kind of know what friends i think everyone kind of knows people that know for long oh she'll be great for this and she'll be great for that you yeah. know you, as you said people have different styles of communication and this person would be great if i have a heartbreak this person's great if i have work problems whatever so I, she, but she seems very surprised and very, very let down by this particular situation. Yeah. Um, also, remember they live together though, so like they're in very close quarters. They, I don't know if so they currently would, do or if they didn't. Yeah, but well, yeah. She would. I guess she would be the first kind of port of call. You know. Yeah, it's a weird one. I can understand you feel let down, and I've been in that situation as well, where I've thought I've been there for somebody, and then when the tables are turned, you're like, okay. What I kind of do is like, I think the resentment thing. Yeah, it's only you're going to let that eat up at you. I think you need to just kind of make note and be like, okay, so she's gonna not going to be that friend for me. Yeah. And protect yourself with that. I think, and it's not like if she comes to you with a problem, you have to be like, well, no, blah blah. Put your fingers in your ears, but just protect yourself more in situations with her if you do want to continue the friendship. Yeah, and don't don't expect too much from her. Yeah, and don't expect too much from anyone actually, which is kind of a sad lesson, but it's true. Also controversial, <clears throat> but we were talking about this before. Mm. I don't know you, and I don't know her, and I don't know oh, you're like me. I'm like me. You know me, and I don't know your relationship at all. But maybe there's something that you were doing. Like, uh, oh, no, I hear you. I, I hear. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, maybe like there's maybe there's something that that she finds difficult about you or when you're when you feel that way or when or maybe something that she can't handle in that. Like maybe she can't receive what, you know, the certain communication, the way you were communicating it or whatever. Um, No, not even communicating, but like maybe she she maybe she, maybe you relying a lot on her puts a lot of pressure on her to to be a certain person for you and maybe she just runs away from that and that's look that is that's not to say don't talk to your friends when you're feeling sad of course it doesn't take away from the help that you gave her either of course but it's just i'm not saying this is right or wrong or whatever but maybe just explore it like was there anything like have a talk with her and say what is it about me when when i need your support that you can't Oh, but a part of me is like, would you bring it up again? No, you wouldn't. But I guess. But no, I think you make a really good point. Of, yeah. I suppose. Like I, I, because I, I guess my whole point is, I'm very aware that there's always two sides to every story, and we're only hearing one side. Well, there's two sides to every story, and then there's the truth. Don't say that. That's a saying. There's know. your side, my side, and then the, then the truth. Oh yeah, good point actually. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a really good point, and it's a hard pill to swallow and hard to even give the advice. But like, I know I've been in situations where I've been in a friendship let's say argument and in that moment or in that few weeks months or whatever I am so hell-bent that I am right yeah. and that like that she's not there for me she's being a bitch and then actually having to do that really hard awkward thing of actually look like okay well let's just take what were my communications to her like and let well how would how might she have interpreted that yeah 
And it's a really hard thing to do. Well, what was she going through that she couldn't be there? Yeah. Uh, but I think when you're really annoyed at someone, it's easy to like, because as you're saying, like, I was there, you're like, you've kept tabs. You're like, when she broke up with her boyfriend, I was there. Then I let her move in with me. Then I was there for whenever she needs to talk, you know, and you're, you're counting, you're tallying it all up, which yeah. we do. And you're then, it's almost like you're, you probably can't really see what you maybe have done in the situation as well or how you communicated it. Yeah, could have like it. it's not a owing each other something thing, you know, that's not. I'd say there's a learning in it for both people. She obviously, look, you've told her, I think it's, sorry, I do think now it's completely bitchy comment to say you just obviously needed me as a, what did she say? A support. Like you just, no, what did she say? You just needed someone to be mad at, so oh, you're mad yeah, at me. Yeah. Like, I think that's really condescending and taking away from how you're feeling the situation. But I'd say there's learning f- maybe for you as well. And, maybe, and if that learning is just that, you know, you can't go for her for that particular thing, then so be it. But maybe there was something that could have, you could have also changed. Yeah, and maybe if you let go of those expectations of her, it'll improve your friendship. Yeah. You know? Um, you can't she can't she can't live up to all your ideals as a friend, you know? And I just think, yeah, we don't we can't control people and we don't owe people anything really. No. Um the only thing we control is is ourselves. Like even your if you're married, your husband, your wife, whatever, you can't even expect that they're always like you know course, we, we, yeah. we, we only have ourselves really yeah. um, I remember going through a situation before where there was um this girl I was quite close with um briefly we we like hung out a lot and I was like going through something I think I was going through like a breakup or something mm. so I kind of like fell off the grid you know when you just go into fucking fucking lula land yeah um and she had broken up with her boyfriend at the same time and she told me uh, we were just like texting or whatever and she said oh and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry um I hope you're okay but I wasn't there mm. to help her because I was like literally lost in the throes of heartache and confusion and whatever mm. and I was like I'm so sorry I hope you're okay I think I kind of half-heartedly said well if you need anything you know whatever and then uh I just didn't text her then after that yeah um until like maybe about a month or two months later and I was like, hey, how's getting on? Hey, getting on? Hey, whatever. And she was like, to be honest, Jane, I thought you would have like texted me after after me and my boyfriend broke up. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I, yeah. I've been in the throes of something as well. And I, I honestly, like, I couldn't. I, it's not that I don't care. I just didn't have the headspace for. Yeah. And she was like, oh, that's OK. I just thought you would. Blah, blah, blah. And she never texted me again. Do you know that? Do, do you know them? Like, yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, we don't talk. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to know who that is now. Um, God. I can't really tell you. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was sad because I really enjoyed her company. Yeah, there was a bit of a weird flirtation yeah, there I as well. And we had a bit of a smooch once, so it was a bit odd. But, yeah. Um, but still, yeah, no. So, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I get it. I think we've all we'd all like to say that we're the best listeners and we're there for all of our friends but actually we're all definitely guilty of I've gotten those text messages those phone calls from friends when they've been down about something and I just it's not a guilty though right? no you shouldn't be guilty no I know that. I do but I do but it's maybe not in the moment but it's like god did I 
I didn't give her enough back there. But also, there's only so much you can give. Yeah. I do think that as well. And I have been in situations where I feel like, okay, no, I actually can't really give any more to the situation. And they need, to, like, I can't. No. Like, you can't feckin', you need to fill your own bloody cup up sometimes. That's exactly it. And sometimes you've got so much going on for yourself that you just don't, like, I, like as I was saying, like, I just don't have the, the headspace. I don't have any room in my head. Yeah, I hate that feeling of no room and in And I head. know that, I, all I'll give back is stock answers. I know. And you're not in it. You're not giving them proper advice. Not giving them pro- And it's not that I don't care. It's just like I literally don't even have any headspace. And it's actually very difficult. And I've been in these situations too. And um, like I think it's different for certain friendships. I think it varies from friendship to friendship. I have some friends who I'll like spill my guts to. And then I have other friends who I'm purely a listener. And I rarely get asked about my life. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and then you also have friends like I feel like with you I can very easily tell you something that's going on in my life and you respond to it and listen to it and give me advice but it's not a big deal yeah 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 like I can just be like you can say something or and I hope it's likewise but you can say something to me and it could be like actually a big like thing yeah but it's like oh and it's kind of maybe it's because we do the podcast that we talk about things but it's very like it's not turned into like a big dramatic thing no it's kind of like little bits all the time yeah which is nice. Which I think is healthy. And then you have some friends who <coughs> have like one massive DMC once a month. Yeah, good And you're, point. you're exhausted after it. Where you have some friends that like, to be honest, it's kind of consistent giving and taking. But I'm I'm more thinking about um, the friends you have who yeah. are constantly oh, have I know. a dramatic thing and constantly need support and very rarely ask you about yourself. Which I find, like I've, I've got some friends who I love them so much. Yeah. And I wouldn't trade them for the world. But... When you step back and think, okay, have they asked me a question about myself yet in the past three hours? And no is the answer. And they genuinely have no awareness of it. I don't really have many of those friends anymore, if I'm perfectly honest. Really? I don't, not that I have like a massive, I, I, in fact, I have like a small group of close friends. And I don't really, there were people that I probably were like, they, she doesn't care about me. And I just not really. Yeah, no, for, but it's not anymore. even not care. It's like. It's just some people just doesn't even come into their heads to be like, how are you? But I then know, if you it's said, so weird. But then if you found a gap in the conversation and said, I'm actually so down or something. They'd be there. They'd be like, oh my God, are you okay? What? Yeah, I'm going to shut off yeah, my back yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But would I never know. think to ask you. It's... Um, but even, I was only just talking about this the other day, like even in like, not even like friends, like acquaintances or just like if you're at something... And you're chatting to people like was that something where I was like having to make conversation with people I didn't know very well or like whatever friends of friends or partners of friends or whatever. And I felt like I was just going, 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 asking them so many questions. Oh, you go to this place. You go to this gym. Oh, and you're really interested in this, right? Oh, and you work here. Like I was running myself ragged trying to be like make conversation with them. And they just would not ask me a question about myself. Yeah. And it happens so often. And I don't think it's a malicious thing. I think I think it's just like it's, they're not the best conversationalists and don't know how to like keep a conversation going. Whereas I'm like sweating in case there'll be a silence. And I'm like, and I heard Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I think you're probably more uncomfortable with the silence probably you know that's it yeah it's mad anyway move on to the next question yeah because we're already fucking half an hour in and that's not even is that even with the other recording yeah jesus she says other recording because um the battery (laughs) the battery went like mid-sentence so yeah go back actually a nice little easter egg go back and see if you can um find out where we cut the audio okay let's do some more quick fire ones then um, go on you go work colleague who's constantly undermining me <gasps> oh uh, okay I would like more information about this is it someone who's like more junior than you like or are you there? like what's the situation yeah 
Uh, I've had managers that like undermine me. Yeah. But is it undermining if they're my manager? You know, so. Uh, I think it is, yeah. Micromanaging, I suppose. Not even micromanaging. I think it's undermining is, is to kind of uh, make someone feel beneath you. It's not like teaching yeah. or coaching, which is very different. You're making someone feel helped and supported. You're making someone try and feel smaller than you. Yeah. Which is, I think, what undermining, what she probably means by this. Oh, advice. Like, oh, that it is. It all so. depends on like your relationship with this person. I guess kind of what industry you're in as well um, what your work culture is like it's and like who is this and what's the authority there like are you do you have someone else to go to that you, like is she, if she's a colleague yeah. like on your team could you go to your boss or your team leader or whatever and be like look I just want to kind of say that like this person is kind of making me feel a bit shit yeah uh, if she is your boss oh I feel yeah, that is really horrible yeah surely there should be somebody else you can go to the problem with going to somebody else especially if it's like a HR person or someone quite high up is that like more often than not it escalates yeah and it's all of a sudden gonna be made a big issue so if it's something that's bothering you so much that you obviously message into this but if it's something that's bothering your day-to-day and it's really annoying you in work then that could be appropriate if it's something that's like oh it's a little bit annoying but you know i think it might calm down or it's not really bothering me that much you have to kind of weigh up whether you want it to be escalated like whether you want a hr situation well i think before you go anywhere near hr have yeah. a chat with whoever this is and just be like look well, no, look, I don't know if you've had a chatter or whatever. And it's hard. It's hard to be straight up in the workplace because so you don't want to seem weak or or uh, or everyone's or, got their feathers up. Everyone's like trying to like be impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a fucking job. Yeah. Um, um, but what I would do is have a conversation with this person first if you haven't already and just see if you can work it out that way. And if it, it keeps happening and, and actually if it's if it affects your work then that's important. Like you want to do the best job possible. I would also say like having a conversation with me like, look, like it's really difficult to bring it up. I think what sometimes works if it's happened to me is I kind of say my reaction to their, what they've said. It mightn't be like, whoa, why'd you say that? But it could be something like they could say, yeah, but you're not good at that thing. And you could say, oh, like you can, with your body language and like a sound, even make it clear that you didn't really like what, you know, you're a bit like making them aware of what they said. Ah. So if somebody was like, said something to me that's like, oh, well, you wouldn't be any good at that or whatever. That's me. I don't know. I can't think of any example. And I'd be like, oh, okay. What? Okay. You know, kind of, you can kind of with like your. Why, why do you say that? Or why do you yeah, say that? And you're kind of then t- kind of making them just aware of what they said and how it affected you without being like, we need to talk, which I don't know if I'd have the guts to do with someone in work. Once again, it depends. It just it depends. depends how. I just think don't take it. I think like in no, the moment, try and it. just act like I yeah. didn't like that. I, I, w- I would agree there. Yeah, I would agree there. Yeah. But, but you know what? You're dead right about the feathers up. Yeah. Today we did like a little workshop about our learning and working styles. Yeah. So it was like, you know, yeah, it was like 100 questions and then you did a big score. And did you get the colours? No. It's not the insights profile thing. No. Oh, we did that and we all have like colours and like, so I know your communication style, you know my communication style. Oh, And I got probably, a big book. Probably the same thing. It's it's just split into like four types. So there's theorists, okay. um, activists, mm. uh, pragmatists and oh, reflectors. Yeah. Slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same, same kind of same vibe. Same type of thing. Um, but I remember answering the questions and, and then thinking like, I, I, I had this underlying thing of I'm in work, so I have to like stuff like oh yeah I'm very like statements whether you agree or not yeah I'm very self-disciplined and Mm. look after my health and um blah blah blah. and I want to say yeah but really 
I'm not yeah. that self-disciplined. Yeah. So, uh, but because I was in work, I was like, I can't let anyone, like I was in oh, an interview. Oh, gotcha, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So was I answering truthfully or was I answering the way I would like to answer? Yeah. Um, it's interesting because, anyway, it just ties back to when you're in work, everyone has their bravado on. It's, yeah. It's less straight up. Uh, it's, yeah, it's really tough. I would agree with Ro, I think, handle it in the moment and, and if, if it's exceptionally really bad, bad yeah. then HR. Also, I just, on that uh personality or communication styles thing it's really interesting I remember like reading I have this whole book and about me and it's so weird because it's so accurate but it's like um, don't go into a meeting with Roisin and talk straight about business and numbers like cause I'm the yellow personality which is like uh, like per- wants to connect to people and talk to people yeah. and like chat um, they're like you know chat about things first which is very funny Should because talk? Yeah, because that's so me. Like, if I sat down with my colleagues and they're like oh, I mean, I sat down, okay, so no, 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 without a little bit of banter I'd be completely thrown. That's like I, I'm an activist so that's what an activist does what well the way we described it was so like an activist and a reflector most of us were either an, well there's only like four activists and most people were reflectors but basically it was the difference between because then we spoke a little bit someone we all had little group discussions about do yeah. we agree with how we are and stuff how could we work better with other people blah 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 and it's like let's say a brief comes in so obviously look I work in marketing so does Ro but mm. so this is what we related to let's say a brief came in and straight away I'd be like okay yeah let's bring everyone else in and let's sit around and talk about it whereas the reflectors might be a bit might be more like actually you know I'd rather sit on it for a day and do a little bit of research yeah. but, you know so it's uh it's very interesting yeah. I'm very much like let's all talk about it together now yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that you're probably yeah and I because I much prefer brainstorming with people than on my own yeah um okay another question um this is a good one uh well yeah recently got a big promotion now again with all these like the detail is necessary we just you know it's hard to answer without detail but recently got a big promotion should i stay or go and travel afraid i'll regret it if i stay but the stability um you're never gonna regret traveling exactly should i stay or should i go there's always jobs job is a job is a job now you got a big promotion i wonder do you love it yeah, do you love it? If you loved it and you wanted to c- continue climbing that ladder, then I'd say stay. But you it still sounds continue like, on that ladder. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sounds like um, it sounds like you your heart's somewhere else. I think go travel. Like honestly, we only have one life to live. Oh, I'm going to give a lot of fucking quotes here now. We've only one life to live. If you it actually, like, I'm reading a, a Tibetan book and. We mightn't oh. only have one life, but go on. Oh, maybe that's an episode. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I think obviously you're thinking about traveling and like that was like me for the last few years. And I just really felt like I just, because I, it's not something everyone says, oh yeah, when I have kids, I'm going to get married and settle. I'm still going to travel the world. But like things change. You have different responsibilities financially, all that and the other when you get a bit older. That's life. I'm sure some people have managed to keep traveling and that's great. And it's the dream for everybody, but it's not always, it just becomes harder. So at the moment of your life, if you have the opportunity, the financial stability, whatever is going on in your life, if you're able to travel, I would take it if the opportunity is there now. I'm going to say something a little bit more practical than just Go. like follow your dream. Practically speaking, like just to plan out, I would probably take the promotion, work in it for a little while to get that experience. Oh yeah, that's great advice. And have that on your CV. Yeah. And then go traveling. Mm-hmm. Because... When you come back, then you can go back to that level. Yeah. Now, the you know, it depends. On, it depends on a lot of factors here. What the job is and what the career I works know, in. I know. I know. But it depends, and it depends if if the opportunity is like right now to travel for whatever reason. But if it's like I want to travel, 
she could definitely take that promotion and working for a year and exactly. a year goes by like okay you're gonna think oh, i can't wait a year because i was in that position when i really wanted to go traveling and my work told me like you know it can't it's now's not the right time maybe in a year and i remember thinking i no, i cannot wait a year that's ridiculous and the year they were like the year flies the year flies the year flies and especially have that in that you're going to be going so yeah that's great advice jane um take the promotion as long as it's not you're taking the piss and you're doing the promotion for a month or two you know that'll yeah, be really it, it does look bad if you yeah you've yeah. got a salary increase they might have retrained you whatever you know yeah. you have to have a bit of respect for your employer as well yeah but i like that jane i think if it's not very timely like if you have a little bit of leeway a year or two to do it take the job six months to a year then go traveling yeah bang there you go um okay this is related to work hating my new job feel like i'm wasting my life at my desk but writing is all i've done scared to start over obviously a writer obviously a writer scared to start over oh, honestly sorry if you're hating your life and you're hating going into work every day that should outweigh any fear about a new yeah. start there's nothing worse than that we've all been there because literally nine hours at a desk that you hate you are wasting your life and sorry like, but it's thing. true <laughs> like you know i i like what i do but i don't think it's my my life's calling yeah yeah you know i i would rather spend my time doing other things um but i love the people i work with i get a chance to be creative the odd time like yeah it's nice grand mix. if you if you were going into work and I've been in jobs where you go in and it's just, I remember working in a job for six months and I was so bored and it was what I did not want to be doing it. And I remember I felt sick at the end of the day because yeah, I was so bored. So bored. I know I've been there. Like I felt physically sick. And you're staring at the clock and you don't have anything to, you might not even have work to do and you're just like, what will I do? No, the worst is when you have work to do, but you just hate it. And you just you can't hate it do so it. much. And you just put on the long finger. I remember and come back after Christmas holidays and you know, you're, you're so gunning for your holidays and the time off. Yeah. And then I was, remember coming back after Christmas holidays and being dropped and we came back really early after Christmas and I had to go back and I remember actually crying on my way in. <laughs> We know that true, feeling, yeah. especially January, going back to a job you hate. Yeah, because you really are. You're focused on Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. You know, yeah. that was that was horrific. So I do, yeah, totally agree with Jane and that. Like, I think it's quite rare to be like, do what you love. You'll never have to work a day in your life. Like that is very uh, amazing situation to have and very privileged. But most people really like their job, really like the people. You know, actually, don't see the week flies by and they get to do lots of different things. That's, yeah. I think, more a more realistic yeah. goal. And that's the situation me and Jane are in, luckily. Yeah. Um, but there's a big difference between that and then hating your job. Yeah. And I think if you hate your job and you're dreading Sunday, you're dreading Monday night, you're depressed. Oh, God, just try, get, like, out of there. get out of there. Get out of there. As Rose said before in the last question, it's small life. <laughs> don't spend it tied to a desk. Um. Okay. There's a few other kind of big ones, but I'm wondering if we have time for them, or we segment them into another one. I think one. we might save them. Okay. I've got a. I've got a few, another quick fire one. Quick fire one. Because they've got bigger ones that are really good. But um, yeah. Uh, stay in Ireland or risk it and go traveling. Someone decide for me. Uh, once again, we need context to this. <laughs> we need context, but okay. I'm coming out from the angle that I've never lived abroad. Yeah. I don't regret it at all. Yeah. I know in early episodes, myself and Jane have discussed the FOMO element of like, everyone's doing it, so should have I done it? I actually genuinely say I have no regrets in that regard. Yeah, me too. Um, However, if you want to go abroad because you, you might have a better opportunity or like if you're in a job you don't really like here and maybe you're single, maybe you want to expand your relationship horizons and 
yeah, then I'm like, kind of go, like, and try it out. I would say if if you're asking this question, then you will regret it if you don't go traveling. If you love your if you love your life here, I wouldn't go traveling for the sake of it. I wouldn't go live abroad for the sake of it. But if you're like kind of like yeah, everything's grand here, not sure, then I would go and try it out. But she's asking the question, so she, obviously she's not hundred percent happy here. Yeah, yeah, and obviously yeah. she wants to go traveling. Yeah, because I've been happy here, and you know I've always found work here, and my life is here, and you know I go on nice holidays, and that's grand. But I've never thought. Even like I've never thought, God, should I should I move abroad and go traveling? I've never thought it's never been for me like up until this point. Mm. So I think if you're asking it like and I've had so many friends who go traveling live abroad, but I've never sat there being like, should I go traveling? Because all my friends are. No, it's like, no, she clearly wants to. If she's thinking about it, you know, so I'd say do it because you will regret it if in 10 years time you don't. I think you, I in think ten years time you can't travel, but. I'm just judging from my friends who've moved away. They've definitely been at a point in their lives where they're not happy in Dublin or wherever in Ireland. But they're like, they're definitely like, whether something has happened, it could be a breakup, it could be losing a job, it could be not sure what to do career-wise. Just definitely a moment of like transition in their lives. And they're like, I'm going to move abroad. And, you know, I think they just felt like that's, I have to do that. I think if you're feeling that, then like you should definitely go. Yeah. Don't let any kind of... You know. never, I don't think you're ever going to regret travel. Like, nah. I think there's only something to be gained from experiencing something new and a new culture and new people. Literally, I don't think there's anything you know? like... I think, so, yeah. The only thing you're really missing, you're only losing is time with people at home. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like you're planning to move away for the forever. And you can always come back. The world's small now. The world is small. You can you know come back. I, mean? I would say give it a bash. Yeah, give it a bash. I'd yeah. say give it a bash. Okay, doke. Have we been talking for ages? We have. Yeah, we have. Um, uh, we have actually a few more, so we're going to probably make a second episode. Yeah. We do. We do a second main episode because there's some really big ones there that I didn't even start on. Let's do a second main episode. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to do it as a shite talk episode, but actually, there's a few more that could absolutely, definitely, that why. we should absolutely bring to the masses. Hundred percent. Yeah. We also actually got loads of questions that like just themed a lot of different themed ones that we think god we should really talk about that and we should talk about that so we might bundle some up and do separate topics on it too yeah 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 okay well thanks for listening thanks very much for listening guys um give us a follow if you don't follow us on our social medias but i'm sure you do yeah this that's where we get all these questions so instagram um, instagram on instagram and on our patreon yes um there's a nice little bit of content on there we post some things um and of course we get you get i'm losing i'm so tired so tired she looks wrecked lads if you if you saw her now she's like a little lost fawn in front of me (laughs) well i don't even have the stupid face app on me no she's tired um no uh our patron series shy talk is what i'm trying to say yes we have that as well which you've heard six euro or whatever a month six dollars and people like it more than these ones. Just saying. Yeah. Um, Okie doke. Thanks for listening, lads, as always. And thanks very much for everyone who wrote questions in and the ones we answered. I hope we I hope we gave you okay advice. Disclaimer. Take all our advice with a grain of salt. We, we are just are literally bouncing life around. Coaches. We're just yeah. bouncing around yeah. the same way if you're a task friend, really. That's exactly. That's a lovely way to put it, Rose. That's a lovely way to put thanks, it. Thanks, Jane. We'll leave it there. We'll yeah. we enjoy the music. Bye. Oh, you took my line. I always say enjoy the music. Do you? Do I? <laughs>